city full of sin. One couple is enduring everything, fighting hard not to raise liberals by calling out the political BS. You'll laugh, you'll cry, you might even have a little bit of pee come out. So sit down, strap in, and prepare to be entertained. Today, I have the pride, the privilege, nay, the pleasure of introducing to you a couple who has been quiet for far too long. For our listening audience, I give you Mike and Melissa as they endure everything. with another episode so recently nevada has just taken off their mask mandate and sissy pants has made a press conference about it most people here in nevada have watched it so for those of you that haven't i'm gonna go ahead and review it um if you have watched it guess what i'm gonna throw my two cents in and review it so (laughs) uh yeah so let's get there i've already seen this um so i've had a chance to kind of digest it and and get my thoughts together about it so yeah, I, I say we uh, we kind of get into it. Um, so let me see here. Let me go over here, and we'll get started. If you have your camera on, could you please turn it off? Um, mic's off, camera's off. Thank you so much. So they're doing a. I'm gonna pause this right here, real quick. So they're doing a press conference via Zoom. That's a problem right there, starting off the bat. Um, why not have why not do everything in person? And it, especially when this was announced before, like the day before, we already knew this was going to happen. They had plenty of time to set up. And I don't know. I mean, here's the thing about Nevada, all right? We're not like, we're pretty tech savvy, all right? You come to Vegas and you go on the strip and there's a lot of technological advances going on (laughs) even a lot of stuff you don't see right it takes a lot of uh uh, tech savvy people for these shows uh the the uh strip um let me look at the bellagio with the fountains and everything right so and not to mention security security in these casinos are probably better than some federal and military bases. (laughs) I'm going to let you know right now. Uh, There isn't a whole lot that get past them. So keep that in mind with any future stories that may come out. So, um, yeah, let's get into it. So Zoom call. Awesome. Adjusting his tie. Ready to start? Can be unmuted? Ready when you are, God. Good morning, everyone. Thank you all for being here this morning. I wanted to take a moment to update you on where we are with the status of COVID-19 in our communities. We have seen a rapid decline in case numbers, coupled with declining hospitalizations, a drop in COVID-19 detected in wastewater, and a broader availability of testing and an increase in available treatments. 
We reported our first Omicron case two months ago. Nevada recorded our single highest day of new cases on January 10th with 7,865 cases. We're currently averaging around 1,280 cases per day. Approximately 800 fewer people were hospitalized in Nevada yesterday with COVID-19 than were hospitalized at the peak of the Omicron surge. During the Omicron surge, fewer than 0.01% of Nevadans required critical care hospitalization on any given day. More than two thirds of Nevadans aged five and older have made the choice to get vaccinated. I continue and urge all eligible Nevadans to get vaccinated and boosted against COVID-19. Last week, our first order of 600,000 at-home COVID-19 test kits began arriving in the state. Nevadans are now able to pick up these test kits and have them in their homes to use at their convenience. This is in addition to tests the federal government is mailing to homes, ongoing testing clinics at community sites around the state, and the option. So for those of you that are just listening to this, um, he he's going over the the obviously the statistics of everything. Um, this is something that they've been spewing out in social media, and you know that you know it's pretty easy to follow up on. The problem is is that these tests have been consistently uh, showing false positives, and so that that would definitely skew everything also they're still using pcr tests so they haven't been using the new tests yet which are actually singling out uh covid the flu the cold you know that actually break it down that's actually currently being distributed uh that went into effect december 31st at the end of last year so yeah um we should be seeing more of those tests uh probably by second quarter um at least starting seeing some data from those tests coming out and these uh you, you watch previous episodes you know that i've been and melissa have been tearing this test apart uh and then going into the vaccines yeah of course they're still going to push the vaccines but um visually if you're just listening he's shaking like a leaf he is obviously if you can't tell by the tone of his voice he's just sitting there reading everything so he it's all scripted it's all this but pay attention uh to what he's saying in this scripted speech because you're gonna find he especially when we get to the questions later that he's gonna be contradicting himself consistently so there's gonna be a lot of things that are just gonna kind of hopefully send red flags up Option to be reimbursed by insurance companies for at-home test kits. If you feel sick, I encourage you to stay home, avoid contact with others, and take advantage of these testing options. We also launched a treatment center this week in Las Vegas, and a site in Northern Nevada will open next week. We are using $19 million in federal dollars to fund these programs to make sure Nevadans who do get sick have access to treatments free of charge we have continued to work with a nevada hospital so why are you starting in northern nevada i mean don't be wrong i mean i'm not dissing anybody in northern nevada right but two-thirds of the of the state's population is in 
Las Vegas is <laughs> in Southern Nevada. So why not get the first test spots here? I don't know. Uh, just food for thought. Hospital Association to increase our ability to serve patients who need care in a medical facility or a hospital setting. Even though you've yesterday, because you're legislative interim finance committee <laughs> approved more than $20 million in funding to strengthen the nursing apprenticeship program. This money will go towards helping pay nursing students working in facilities, provides travel stipends for students traveling to rural Nevada, so and nervous. provides stipends for students who complete their schooling and agree to work at a qualifying facility for a specific duration of time. And you better be vaccinated. I cannot express my gratitude enough to all the frontline workers, particularly those in our healthcare settings. See, this is what's fake about it. So again, I'm going to tear this apart. His mandates have caused these hospitals, as well as the hospitals themselves, because they receive government, government funding, have fired all these nurses, doctors, med- all sorts of medical professionals, even admin, who haven't wanted to take the vaccine. So now there's a so-called uh, um, hospital crisis because, you know, we're understaffed. Well, you're understaffed because you fired people, a lot of people. And now in order to make up for it, you're going to the young uh, and frankly, young and stupid because it, it, let's face it. If we're older, we are at one point young and stupid. All right. If you're young now, you're stupid. <laughs> All right. And the reason, and that's just what I say to everybody. I, I was that young and stupid at one point. All right. Everybody's young and stupid. What that means is you're inexperienced to know the difference. Unless you've had really good role models, right? Which the vast majority of us, frankly, don't have, right? If you were one of those people that had great role models and you can kind of have a good head on your shoulders, great. You're, you're ahead of the curve. But most of us figure it out as we go. And that's what I'm talking about being young and stupid. So that's what he's going after right now. And, oh, yeah, we'll promise you all these great things. And as long as you do what we say, you know, you wear the mask when we say, you get vaccinated, you get, you do everything that we say, that's the point. That Democrats love this stuff. They, they talk about all oh, this stuff we're going to do for you. Never mind, most of the time we're causing the problems. But hey, there you go. We've continued to provide care to Nevadans throughout this pandemic. To the Nevadans and travelers that have done the right thing gotten vaccinated, stayed diligent, and protected each other for the last two years, from the bottom of my heart, thank you. All of us saucy. have had to sacrifice and deal with hardship during an unprecedented time. A salty Despite that. that, students, teachers, moms, and dads have worked tirelessly to, a re- to return to a sense of normalcy. Workers have remained on the front lines and have taken the appropriate steps to keep their coworkers and their communities safe. Given all of these updates and the tools that we now have, now is the appropriate time for me to announce that Nevada will rescind our mask mandate, effective immediately. Masks will no longer be required in public places, but there are still locations where you may be asked to wear a mask. Masks and protective equipment requirements in facilities serving vulnerable populations, like hospitals, clinics, and long-term care facilities, 
will be overseen at the direction of the Department of Health and Human Services. Even though Madison the safety of healthcare staff and patients are our top priority. Peer review. Also, federally, masks are still mandated in airports, on planes, and on public buses and school buses. Teachers in schools will no longer be required to wear masks, but school districts will need to work with their local health authorities. They have plans in place to deal with an outbreak. This was another and while this goes into effect immediately, right I don't want schools to be disrupted today. So masks will stay on through the rest of this school day so parents and families can have that conversation together. What? <laughs> Why push it off? Um, mm. Okay. You don't think for the past two years, parents and kids haven't been talking about this? <laughs> What's there more to talk about? Either the parents have taught the kids like, oh, there's, there's something to be scared of and we're going to be wearing a mask because this is the, the biggest form of protection we have. Or you have parents like Melissa and myself that have been like, masks don't work. There's no point. And in fact, it, it makes your health worse because we looked at the science and it proves that. And we say no. The, our kids already know, and the vast majority of them, whether they uh, are scared of the virus or not, majority of them don't like masks. There have been already studies proving that kids are having speech problems, depression problems, uh, suicide is going up. You know, it. We we got to hold it off for one more day now. By the time of this recording, that the the mandate for kids has been taken off, so whatever at this point, but why is my question? Why, why, why do this? It, it's dumb. He's an idiot. Let me be clear. The state will no longer require masks in public places, but employers and school and organizations, including school districts may set their own policies. And I encourage them to work with their employees an and communities too. to ensure that policies are in place. I expect all our employers to respect the individual decision of employees who make the choice to keep their mask on. Just like vaccines, masks are a great tool that we have at our disposal. I expect shit. going forward to still see Nevadans and visitors occasionally utilizing masks when they are out in public. That may be because they are immunocompromised and want to protect themselves. They may care for someone who is immunocompromised or live with a young child at home who cannot yet be vaccinated, or simply prefer to wear a mask. There will be times moving forward and going forward when I will still wear a mask because I want to protect my fellow Nevadans, like when I visit my 95-year-old mom, for example. And if an organization or business for establishment example, has a policy, I'm reading a mask all of policy this. in place, of course I'm going to abide by that policy. I hope that in this moment and as we move forward, we can remember and to continue to lead with kindness and to treat our fellow Nevadans and visitors how we would like to be treated. Treated. I want kindness to be just as contagious as COVID is. COVID-19 has brought out the best and the worst in society. And I'm always proud to be a Nevadan and to see the way Nevadans take care of one another. So he's talking about the, and you're gonna hear this uh, throughout even when, during the questions. Um, he, he wants to, Kindness to be as contagious. Did he show kindness when he shut down 
the economy to shut down the state and all these businesses were destroyed and depression went up, drug use went up. Did he show kindness then? Did he show kindness, you know, with these kids, you know, who are the least affected by all of this virus wise? And yet is forcing now five and up. And he, and he's even going to say this in a bit is that when kids five and up make their, make the choice, a five-year-old does not make those choices. The parent makes the choices. And yeah, he's talking about kindness now when all the crap we've had to endure for the past two years from local all the way up to federal, our rights being stripped, you know, we're being ridiculed because we're fighting back and he'll kind of touch on it a little bit. Uh, I'll admit he is, he's actually pretty good about not talking about the unvaccinated people. Uh, but he does say there, there is a, there's a small minority or a small group of people that, you know, choose to be unvaccinated and we can't, and he's going to go into the whole contradicting himself. And trust me, you're going to hear it if you haven't watched all this, but let's continue. We are at this point now because as Nevadans, we always look out for one another. That's our battle-born spirit, and that's the Nevada way. It's my honor to serve as your governor and to be able to work on your behalf. I will now be able to take some questions. Thank you. So this is kind of just a general when people read their speeches. This is the personal problem I have. Uh, I get why people read their speeches. I get it. I totally get it. I understand um, but when you read it verbatim, it, it's, it's so disenchanted. It's not real. It doesn't sound like it's coming from you. And most, and most likely someone else wrote this. He, he probably just asked the person, he's like, Hey, uh, put in this point about my mother and put in that point, uh, and talk about the kids over here. And, you know, I'm sure he had some input, but the person who actually wrote it, you know, it's someone else entirely. So, and, and he doesn't, I'm sure he doesn't like go over it until like five seconds before. So yeah, it, it's so disingenuous. It, it's, and yes, Republicans do it too. I call them out all the time. It just sounds so fake. And there have been times when even Trump has been reading some of his speeches where I'm kind of like, uh, he's a lot better though. I'll, I'll full on admit he's a lot better when he, uh, compared to most, but even when I hear uh, representatives and senators uh, pleading their case or even um, they're questioning during a, uh, some type of meeting, House meeting or Senate meeting, and when they're reading their question, it just seems so disingenuous. <sighs> Whatever. That's just a personal beef. Sorry. I digress. Thank you for joining me today. Thank you, Governor. We will use the raise hand feature. I see your hands coming up, so you guys are all very familiar with that. We'll go to Sophia for the first question, and then Mary. Hi, Governor. Sophia Paraconi with Fox 5 here. Um, my question for you is, what do you say to the doctors who say we're not ready for this step yet? There's, a wide, there's a wide divergent opinion on this. Some people think that we were ready long ago. Suck, Some people we think we're not ready yet. Suck ass. Everyone is entitled and has a uh, opinion on the subject. 
I have to make the decision and balancing all the factors and all the data that have been presented to me, I feel that now is the appropriate time to move forward. Thank you. We'll go to Mary Hines for the next question and then Jacqueline Schultz on deck. Not all the questions suck, but majority of them. Thank you. Hello, Governor. Hi, Mary. Nevada's mask mandate has been tied to the CDC's guidance. Like that is, is that masks should remain required as long as disease transmission remains high. Mm -hmm. Disease transmission, though declining, remains high. So what is the science behind dropping the mandate? Well, the CDC guidelines were put in place prior to Delta, and that was as related to Delta variant. Now we're dealing with the Omicron variant, which is uh, much more transmissible, much more contagious, but not as severe and doesn't require the same number of hospitalizations. Okay, so we were saying this, people like me have been saying this from pretty much every variant, right? I'll admit Delta was uh, more severe, right? And compared to Omicron, not as much as Alpha, but, you know, and... Yes, I've always said there's a virus. Yes, there's a virus. <laughs> I'm not doubting that, okay? But the problems I've been having is how we've dealt with that. And I've been quite clear in previous episodes. Go back and watch them, okay? Now he's talking. This is the first time he's actually mentioned that Omicron is highly contagious but less severe, right? People are statistically not going to the hospital as much compared to the compared to delta and the original right so this is the first time because before when he was pushing masks and vaccines and things like that uh, he's like we got to prepare for omicron and uh, uh, sorry it's just when i i watch hot twins and and <laughs> they call it omicron <laughs> And so does uh, Stephen Crowder said, I got that in my head. But Omicron, um, it, it's basically a cold. And if you know how to take care of yourself, it's incredibly manageable. The problem is not everyone knows how to take care of themselves. And that's, that's just clear, right? Uh, and it's funny, we, you would think that with a global pandemic that you would learn to start taking better care of yourself, but people haven't. So, I mean, I don't know. Some people are just old and stupid, I guess. I don't know. I'm basing this on the statistics that I mentioned earlier, the precipitous drop in positive cases, the considerable drop in hospitalizations, and the wastewater testing that shows that we're on a trend moving downward. One follow-up, if I may. So we, we've had downward trends for some time, and that hasn't stopped anything before. I'm I'm bringing this up on purpose. I want I'm gonna bring I'm gonna I'm going to uh, hold on. I need to fix this. Uh, I'll have to just circle back. I'm gonna circle back. <laughs> And and make a point to all of this at the end. Our hospitals remain under considerable strain. Um, staffing shortages are at crisis levels. 
are you at all concerned that dropping the mask mandate, which was in effect to limit disease transmission, will result in more cases and put additional strain on our hospitals? Well, you know, I'm hopeful they will continue the downward trend. That's why we're removing the mask mandate. I want to again compliment our frontline healthcare workers. They have done an absolutely incredible job dealing with this. And uh, I thank them for that. We're eternally indebted to them for Although doing that. But uh, I'm hopeful that this will not cause an increase in hospitalizations like as we move forward. Thanks, Mary. We'll go to Jacqueline Schultz for the next question and then Brian after Jacqueline. What's your hopes for this in terms of economic recovery for businesses? Well, you know, we've put businesses, you know, through a lot in the last two years, clearly. Uh, it's my hope that this will, one, increase uh, business for the businesses that are going to, you know, uh, decide to remove a mask mandate. They think it's going to attract more people. I'm hopeful that it will help on our employment situation as some people have not gone back to work because of the mask mandate and that they will go back to work as a result of the mask uh, mandate. See, I don't think people have gone back, have not gone back to work because of the mask mandate. I think they've gone back, to, not gone back to work because of uh, making more money at home on, off the government. Uh, vaccine mandates. I think the vaccine mandate has been doing it. I don't think mask mandates have been stopping people from going back to work. I think it's either the government stay at home and have the government pay for my bills or um, the vaccine. Because I think there's a lot of people that they're not willing to admit here uh, or ever uh, that have not gotten the vaccine. Like myself, I still have not gotten the vaccine. And yeah, I, I, I he's just trying to, you know, what is it? Add a little icing the situation it being eliminated so uh the economy has come back tremendously you've seen it in our gaming numbers uh we've, uh, we've had over a billion dollars a month i think 10 months in a row now uh they continue to move forward under the leadership of patrol board chairman uh Bryn gibson and commission chairman uh Tagliati as well so I, i'm hopeful that businesses will continue to prosper and small businesses will continue their recovery Thanks, Jacqueline. We'll go to Brian for the next question, and we'll take Victor after that one. Morning there, Governor. Uh, quick little question. The CDC director did just uh, speak this week uh, to the states that were dropping their mask mandate, saying right now is not the time, and this is uh, regarding the Omicron variant. Uh, can you respond to that as well as what would happen if the next variant comes out? Where would we stand with re-implementing possible mask mandates? Most likely there's going to be another variant. <laughs> that happens with viruses all the time. Right? We get cold variants, flu, or, you know, cold, flu, you know, had those forever. You know, most influenza viruses, there are new variants. You're going to have to learn to move it. Variants also get weaker over time. We learned uh, our immune system learns to fight them. If you learn to also help your immune system and take care of yourself. So why do I, <laughs> why are we basing everything off what the CDC tells us, what the who tells us, what the governor tells us, what these fake doctors 
Tell us. Yes, I said it. Um, because most of these guys that he's listening to are quacks. I've already torn them apart on Twitter. Um, and admittedly, when I ask for a study, they have sent them to me, and I actually go and read them. And those studies are flawed. First of all, they're ne- they're never peer reviewed. And the last one I read that was sent to me didn't even have a control group. The closest to a control group they had was vaccinated almost 12 months. It was whenever the first came out. It was like November. So, yeah. So it wasn't even, it was like a long-term vaccination. So, yeah. But you always need a control group in any study. That's how you figure out if there's any changes. Benefit, whether it's a benefit or detriment. Whatever. Well, you know, and I respect the CDC and the information that they've provided us moving forward. Uh, and they go by on a national basis. Every state is different. You know, I've analyzed data, particularly uh, focused on Nevada no, and how we're moving forward. Uh, never say never. I'm hopeful that there won't be another variant or a more severe variant coming forward. And Omicron is becoming more under control. So I'm hopeful and confident based on the data that we have that we're in a good position to drop this, to give people back some freedom. Everyone gets, wants to get back to their normal life, whatever normal is. I mean, it's been two years. Uh, So I think the time has come and and I'm confident that we've analyzed the appropriate data and we've made the right decision. Thanks, Brian. We'll go to Victor for the next question and Christian after that. Thank you, Governor Victor Jakes with the Review Journal. Um, as you know, you, you imposed, reimposed the mask mandate in July, but Nevada had a huge spike in coronavirus cases from Omicron, just like every other state in the country. As you just said, our highest daily case count came in January. Uh, my question is, what evidence is there that the mask mandate did anything to reduce case counts? Well, if you're looking for definitive evidence, you know, people... So I do want to point out that, that some of these questions are good. They are really good, like that question, uh, and almost kind of calling Syslack out a little bit that, uh, well, the CDC says this, and now you're saying this. And he's going to mention something. I want to know if you catch it. Place in the comments below. Uh, It's coming up soon. If you're going to catch why he's actually taking the mask mandate off, all right, even though it's not – fully off, and I'll explain that at the very end, okay? People are going to claim things on both sides of that, Victor. I go based on my medical advisory team. Uh, It's obvious that we have had a precipitous drop in the number of cases. It's attributed to something. I think masks had a significant part of that. Was it the only thing that happened? No. I think vaccination increases have also helped on that. And, you know, people's being more conscious of exactly what's happening. And I think... Okay, so for the audience that's listening... So I'm watching his body language right now. And this is what's nice about watching the second time. I can kind of catch things that I missed. So his body language, he's actually shrinking and getting small. He's being deceptive right now. So uh, he's not looking. Granted, he could be looking at the uh, computer screen or some type of screen. However, uh, his eyes keep shifting off. So, but my main thing is that he... He just closed his fingers. He shrunk into, he's trying to get as small as possible as he's explaining this. He's lying. 
I, or at the very least being deceptive about something. So, yeah, he's he's trying not to. He's tiptoeing around something, and that and that's that's interesting. Something I missed the first time I watched. Now is the time that uh, the general public, our students, our teachers, will be able to go on with their lives in a little freer uh, setting and be able to get back to what we call normal. Thank you. If I could, just one follow-up. You've talked about all these great tools. Obviously, the vaccinations are very effective. We've got <laughs> uh, tests coming into the state. Is it time to just say that? <laughs> Here's why I'm laughing. <laughs> if we're getting spikes, if we're having breakthrough cases, if people with that have been vaccinated are going to the hospital, how have vaccines been effective? Huh? <laughs> oh, see, this is one of dumb, dumb reporter. That the emergency is over. Uh, and, and just start ending, winding down any other emergency directives that are in local place. I want to be clear that the emergency so. is not over. The pandemic is not over. We've still, we're still getting far too many cases, okay. far too many hospitalizations, and far too many deaths. You know, hopefully, as vaccinations continue to become more widespread, people take advantage of them. We'll have those... So you can see how he's already contradicting himself. So we're, already in, we're still in a pandemic. Why are you removing mass mandates? You know, we're still having cases. Why are you removing the mass mandate? All right. This is the things that people like me are nitpicking about. It's like, wait, you're contradicting yourself a lot. What is going on here? And he's trying to, he's talking both ends of his mouth. So, you know, he's saying one thing over here, saying another thing over here. Uh, and he he can't keep he can't keep things straight. So he, he's having a really difficult time right now, and I, I have a feeling this is exactly why they did a Zoom call because they only limit one to two questions per reporter, and and this is why you can go on YouTube and find all this. So it's it's only a half hour long, but I'm giving you the full full. Uh, press conference so yeah i'm pausing but i'm not editing i'm not skipping around this is the full press conference so take that however you will with your opinion rates continuing to decline and then we'll be able to remove more restrictions but right now i think this is a major step moving forward for people i think that students and parents have been clamoring for this for a long time our businesses have been asking for this our population has and, and like i say in consultation with my team and our medical professionals, I think that's the appropriate time. Thanks, Victor. We'll go to the next question. We'll go to yes, Christian and then Ben on um, deck. Victor, could you remute your microphone Not so me. we don't get any Sound feedback? Thank you. Um, go ahead, Christian. Good morning, Governor. This is uh, Christian with 8 News Now here in Las Vegas. Uh, any concerns about rolling back this mandate at the school level? We know that so many students are, you know, the, the young population, they're still getting vaccinated. This process is still underway. It's not done. Any concerns about that? Well, there's always a concern on rolling back a, a mandate. You know, it's a concern for everyone. You know, I'm hopeful that as time goes by, more and more young folks will get the vaccination. It's my hope that they're going to want to be protected. And like I said, I encourage people, if they feel more comfortable to wear a mask, continuing to wear a mask, uh, 
they should do so. And if somebody that's at a job or a teacher wants to continue wearing a mask, they should do so. If students in consultation with their parents decide they should wear a mask in school, they should be allowed to do that and free from criticism for doing that as well. Thank you, Christian. We'll go to Ben and then Jackie for the next question. Governor, it's Ben Marjot with News 4 up in Reno. What do you say to the Republicans who are already criticizing you for this being, uh, they call it a political decision, um, especially since this is actually uh, a decent all question. or almost all Nevada counties are still in high or substantial transmission. Uh, and they say that this is not based on the science as you have uh, promised uh, to act in the past. Well, it is based on science. And I gave you the statistics that we based it on. All these political operative potential opponents have an opinion. I understand they have an opinion. I have to make the decision. I have to make the decision based on the best information that is brought forward to me and that we've accumulated. They don't have access to this. I balance all of the interests at hand, the medical information, the business information that's coming forward, the uh, opinions that people have expressed as it relates to this and make a decision based on that. If they wanna make a decision or a comment to spur their fundraising or to do whatever, I'll leave that up to them. But I'm doing what I think is best to protect the health and welfare of the residents of the state of Nevada. I will continue to do that. And mine is based on science, not politics. Hmm. Thanks, Ben. And we'll go to Jackie for the next year. question and then Yvette after that. Go figure. Hi, Governor. I have a question about schools. Um, you mentioned that employers, including school districts, could set their own policies if they so desire. So does that mean that for schools in particular, masks are not required for teachers and students until such a time that perhaps a school board would make that decision? No, it means that masks are not required for students and teachers and employees starting tomorrow morning. You know, everything else is effective immediately. Okay, so something I do want to point out. Um, yeah, he may be not requiring him, but the employers are. Um, as an example, today, a uh, couple days after he made this announcement that, you know, masks are no longer required, but I went to Lowe's to pick up some stuff. Um, and half the customers in there were still wearing masks. All the employees, even if they were lazy about it, you know, under the nose, all that stuff, chin strap, uh, were still wearing masks. So that all the employees were. So that tells me the policy is still in place. So we're, if the, the employers can't, people want to say, well, then they can, if they don't want to follow and respect and all this stuff, then um, we should, you should be able to do lawsuits or the employees should be able to, no, not in Nevada. Uh, Nevada is a right to work state. What that means is basically the employer can do almost whatever they want. They can fire you for no reason here in Nevada. Uh, it sucks. And so, but there's also the vast majority of the people, they've been so conditioned to wear masks now, two years of it. And it's probably going to take another two years to eventually break them of it. Um, especially in a Democrat run state, maybe even longer. So Vegas isn't cool anymore. I've said that in, in previous episodes, like Vegas is not cool anymore. Like 
Hardly anything's open late anymore. Um, everyone is just downer. The strip is stupid. Homeless. I'm out there in the streets. Homeless and drug use is running rampant. And it, it just, it Vegas is a downer. Um, the politicians will say, oh, Vegas this, Vegas that. No. I'm out there. I'm on the streets. I see it. You know, a lot more than what these politicians see. Um, I'm in these, I'm downtown on the streets. So don't try and tell me otherwise. I, I live it. As of now, I've already signed the, direct, uh, the executive order in this regard. But these students are in school right now, and a lot of these civics classes watch these press conferences, so I didn't want them ripping off the masks in the middle of the day. I want to give them the chance to go oh home, talk to their parents, have that discussion, and in consultation with their families, decide what's best for them. Now, if a particular school board wants to go further, or a particular business wants to go further than my directive has, and require masks and various things, they're entitled to do that. And I respect that decision. But this is a statewide directive. So he just pulled a Biden. Granted, he said it a little bit more eloquently than Biden did. I'll give him that. Uh, but he just pulled a Biden, right? He's encouraging uh, employers and school boards and everything to do it on your own. This way, it's not me. It's not me. I rescinded the mask order. If your employers want to do it, well, that's on them. That's that's not me. Especially during an election year. So you think it's weird? This is just Nevada, right? You th Don't you find it interesting, if you've really been paying attention, how before all these... Democrat governors rescinding their mask order. Notice it's, it's all the mask order. And, and pay, it's coming. He's going to say something, and I want to know if you catch it. Place in the comments. Is It's just the mask order. So, But a lot of them are leaving the emergency directives in place, which means they have the ability to put it back. This is why I've been saying it's a, it's a small victory. And I'm not really excited about the victory because there's still, it can still go back to it. And yeah, be leery. All right. Don't stop fighting. That's what I'm, is the message. My follow up question had to do with um, the CDC guidance, uh, which was formerly binding in Nevada. How does this announcement today affect that? Well, part of the executive order is we're removing the CDC guidance as having is being binding. Uh, like I say, the, CD gui the guidance, CDC guidance was put in place basically under Delta when it was a lot different variant than we're dealing with with Omicron. Uh, things have changed, and you have to balance everything. And that's what I've done. And regardless of any decision I make, people are saying you did it too soon, you did it too late. Uh, I get that. Everybody's entitled to, a uh, to an opinion. Everybody has an opinion. I have to make the decision. I can't let everybody just make a decision individually until today. Whoa, now, they, whoa, 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 whoa. What do you say? Now, I caught that the first time I watched it. 
but I wanted to point that out. I can't allow people to make an individual decision. So <laughs> why? That's our medical individual body choice. You you no, that's that's dictator talk right there. That's so these are the little things that that kind of get through that a lot of people miss. Yeah. <laughs> they can make a decision whether or not they want to wear a mask. And but we can make our own individual decision if we want to wear a mask or not. And again, I want to stress, He's a lot of people are going to continue to wear a mask. And I fully understand that. And I encourage him to do so if that makes him feel better and makes him feel more secure. And I ask everyone to be respectful and kind when it comes to other people's decision as it relates to mask wearing. There's kind. You suck. Thank, Thank you, Jackie. You. We'll go to the next question for you. That's how kind I'm going to be to you. Thank you, Governor. Uh, going back to the CDC question, uh, what they have said the last couple of days, is this move by governors in several different states a rejection of the CDC guidelines? And also, does this add to the public confusion uh, because of the lack of uniformity on a national basis? Well, I think there's... So, again, this person is just asking, is rewording a question that was asked before. <sighs> This is where I say they're dumb questions because, all right, we've already, he's already established this, right? And maybe they're asking because they're unclear. They don't understand why he's lifting the mask mandate. And, okay, I can understand that, but why not just say, I don't understand why you're lifting it? Just be straight up. It, it's, nah. It, it, it When I hear, it, I, I have an issue with, repeating myself so when i hear or someone repeating or more or less repeating i, I kind of gets under my skin a little bit it's just a little pet peeve i have there's always been confusion because we have every state has its own policy as it relates as opposed to a national policy as it relates to all of these issues social distancing capacity limits mask wearing vaccinations whatever it might be every governor is charged with making those decisions and and I'm in contact with our governors. I just got back from a National Governors Con uh, Association meeting. I believe every governor is doing what they think is best. I'm doing what I think is best based on the citizens of the state of Nevada. And that's what I've used to make my decision. Our economy is different than other states. Our vaccination rates are different than other states. And those are the things that we all have to take into consideration. So then are we also are we re rejecting the CDC's guidelines? No, we're not rejecting the CDC's guidelines. That was part of what we took into consideration in establishing this policy. Uh, my team and I sat down, we discussed the CDC guidelines, but we determined that in the state of Nevada right now, today, we feel that this is the appropriate time. Thanks, Yvette. Thanks, Governor. We'll go through a few more questions. I'm gonna try to get to folks who haven't been able to ask the question yet. So we'll go to Joe. Um, and Joe, I think you said your mic might not be working, so we'll see. Give it a try. Yeah, his mic doesn't work. Just hey, Joe, we can't hear spoiler. you, so I think you said <laughs> Sophia could ask your question for you. So sorry, Governor, we're going to go to Sophia instead of Joe. Hi, um, thank you. Uh, the question is, what impact do you think masks have had in slowing the spread of COVID? 
I think that they're one of the uh, tools that we use to slow the spread of COVID. The biggest tool that we use to to slow the spread of COVID and the most effective tool we use is vaccinations. And I encourage everyone to continue to get vaccinated if you've not already done so, to get boosted if you've not already done so. But there comes a time where you have to weigh the benefits of the masks versus the uh, difficulties or the downside of wearing a mask. And today is the day that we've decided that the scale, scale tilts and we're going to remove the mask mandate. And then as a follow-up, if masks have worked, some people might be asking why not keep them for a bit longer? Well, a bit longer is a pretty subjective term. You know, I don't know how long a bit longer is. Is it a bit longer a day? Is it a week? Is it a year? If you had masks on permanently, you know, we'd have a slow and spread of flu and colds. But there comes a time. No, you wouldn't. No, you wouldn't. <laughs> oh, man. It's it's pretty wow. No, you wouldn't. <laughs> Masks don't work. <laughs> that people will make their own decision and do what they feel is in their best interest. And I think that this is the time. I still encourage people. If they feel that they are safer or they're immunocompromised or they have a family member that is, keep wearing your mask. If you're feeling not up to par, you're feeling sick, stay home. Don't go out to dinner. Don't go to work and see your friends at night. Stay home and prevent the spread of the virus. If I'm not feeling good, why wouldn't I stay home? Hell, if even if I just, there's not nothing physically wrong, maybe I'm just emotionally not into it. I'm just like, I really don't feel like going out. I can stay home. Why does it have to be if you're not feeling good? I was like, if I'm not feeling good, I'll make the individual choice to stay home. (laughs) That's simple. Thank you. We'll go to the next question, Gov. We're going to prioritize folks who haven't had a question yet. So we'll do Abel and then Michael. Not me. Governor Sisolak, good morning. Question for you here is, you know, for those business and establishments who choose not to follow this mandate and remove that mass mandate, uh, what are they going, how are they going to be protected against those individuals who may want to still enter their business without a mask on? Well, you know, we can't have any legislative or executive order to protect them, but they've had to deal with the same thing now with people that want to go into these establishments not wearing a mask. You know, how do I protect them? I am asking, and I mean this with all sincerity, that we need courtesy and kindness and respect to be just as contagious as the virus is. I understand there's a group of people that don't want to wear masks. I get that. I respect that decision. But I ask those people also respect the decision of those individuals that. He's been criticizing uh, all of us that have not, have been not wearing masks, even myself, uh, from the very start. Wear your mask. It saves lives, especially grandma and grandpa and your children, the Democratic talking point. Masks don't work. We wouldn't be seeing spikes if they worked. We wouldn't be seeing spikes if vaccines worked. It's that simple. They want to wear a mask for whatever the reason might be. They might want to do it just because they feel safer that way. And I was asked them to respect their rights. That's really to do what that. it comes and down to. Does it make you feel that it's safe? It's in their best interest of protecting like the their TSA. employees and their customers 
by not uh, removing the mandate, by continuing the mandate, they are entitled to do that. And I encourage them to make that decision by taking into account, you know, uh, their employees' feelings, their feelings, and the customers, and make their decision that's appropriate. Thank you. We'll go to Michael for the next question, and then we'll take Jeff. Uh, thanks, Governor. Just to clarify, for uh, vulnerable populations, does that mean that mask mandates are still going on in correctional facilities? As it relates to correctional facilities, there is not going to be a mask mandate. If we have uh, inmates or we have staff that choose to continue to wear a mask, they will be directed the same way. They're allowed to continue to wear that mask. But they won't be mandated totally to wear masks. Thank you. We'll go to Jeff Gillen for the next question. Uh, morning, Governor. Uh, I wanted to make sure that I understand something correctly, sir. Uh, school districts, for example. If I'm a school district and I want to continue the mask mandate under this new directive, they can continue to do that, correct? Correct. Okay. Um, do you reserve the right to reimpose a mask mandate if somehow the, the situation gets worse again? Well, I, I don't want to say never because never, you know, isn't really reasonable. I mean, Tom Brady this week said, don't ever say never because he didn't retire, retired. Now he's talking about maybe not retiring. I don't know what's coming down the line. I don't know what's going to happen in a week again. or in a month or, or six months for that matter. There could be another strain, God forbid, that comes along that's worse. Interesting. And we might have to reinstitute some mandates and some different policies. <laughs> there it is. But the decision is based on the... So, what did I say just a little bit ago? The emergency directives have not been lifted. He has no plans. If he... He's doing this when... If he's elected again, he's going to reimpose the mandates, the mass mandate. And he's probably going to go harder with that and the vaccines watch so it's up to us to vote them out even though my confidence i'm gonna go and vote this is gonna go and vote but i'm gonna let you know i'm not confident in the voting system right now agree with me disagree with me and whatever i'm not confident with it i don't believe it was the most free and secure election in 2020 that's my opinion. I'm allowed to have it. I think it was the big F word that we're not allowed to say. And no, it's not a swear word. Of course, it's a swear word in social media platforms. But, yeah. Those of you know what I'm talking about. Place in the comments if you know what I'm talking about. Go ahead. So, before we continue, we're actually almost done with this. Uh, and then I'm going to give my thoughts. But I want to... Shameless plug. So it's time for a shameless plug. Uh, yeah, with, we got to make sure that you are subscribing to different platforms. Go, You know, we're promoting Rumble a lot um, for our video platforms. Go to BitChute, all those places. Even BitChute's getting a little weird. I'm not going to lie. So Rumble is probably going to be my new favorite spot. Uh, when True Social comes out, uh, I believe they said it was going to be like the end of March. Um, we're going to definitely going to, that's probably going to be our primary one as far as social media concerns and, uh, is concerned. So yeah, but check us out on Facebook, um, Twitter, all of them, right? We're all there. 
uh, and like, subscribe, and share, you know, because it helps us out. It helps it helps us out trem- tremendously. So, um, yeah. So, let's see. Let me go back here. I switch things around. Hold on. Information and the circumstances that we're facing right now, and that's why it's made that way. Thank you. Certainly. So we have two more um, first questions, and we'll go to Lucia Starbuck, and then. Um, I'm sorry, Steven from Five. I pronounced that wrong. I'm sure. Hi, Governor. I was wondering if, um, if what you have to say to immune immunocompromised Nevadans, folks who are at high risk um, now that the mask mandate has been removed. I guess the best thing I can say to them is I hope that they continue to wear their masks, and they should encourage those that are directly around them and the friends and family that they have should also be encouraged to wear the mask. But for the general population. It's uh, up to them to make that determination, but for the immunocompromised. So what makes he, what makes that question really dumb is that the press is relying that the government needs to tell the people what to do. These are the problems I have with these questions. It has never been up to the government, whether we wear a mask or don't wear a mask, get vaccinated and don't get vaccinated. It has never been and should never have been that their decision. There should mandates are not laws. And people need to get that through their skull. It's an individual choice whether you do or don't. It's that simple. And that's what freedom is. To the ability to make the choices for your life. All right? And if you have children, until they're adults for your children's lives as well. You, you have to do what's best for them until they're old enough to make their own decisions. And then guess what? They're going to have to do the same thing. So with freedom comes responsibility. They should not feel self-conscious. They should not feel they're going to be criticized. They should wear a mask if they want to wear the mask. Thanks, Governor. And we'll take one last question. So how many people that have been pro-mask and pro-vaccine have been criticized? I mean, there may be some, but compared to the non-mask wearing, the non-vaccinated, the criticism is vastly one way, and it's not towards mask people and vaccinated people. It's toward unmasked and unvaccinated. So, but you know, he's, he hasn't talked about the unvaccinated. I don't think that's a subject he wants to touch. And I'm surprised the press isn't touching on that either. This is showing how weak they actually are. These are weak questions and consistently weak questions. This is why we don't want to believe that they don't want to press on anything, whatever. So that's why people like myself have podcasts and shows and whatnot doing it on our own to get facts and truth and our opinions because our opinion isn't isn't being allowed to get out there. Good, 
Good morning, Governor. Unlike our friends to the West in California, uh, Nevada's mask mandate applies to, or the lack thereof, a mask mandate will apply to all people, not just the vaccinated. Uh, what went into that thought to not only allow those who are vaccinated to go unmasked? Well, we've been at this a long time and we've had vaccines and boosters available for everyone for months now. There's no shortage, there's no line, you don't need an appointment, you can go get a vaccine. Uh, there's a certain group of the population percentage and we can debate what that percentage is. That's not gonna get the vaccine. It's bigger than I get that, I totally to understand know. And I don't wanna hold the entire society back or the entire economy back as a result of some people that whatever their reasoning is, and I'm, people are entitled to have their own reasons for whatever they want to do, uh, don't want to get the vaccine uh, to not implement this mandate. And I don't want to put uh, people in the position where there's this, whatever you're calling it, a, a check, a vaccine passport, whatever it might be, that we're going to have our frontline workers having to ask people, have you been vaccinated? Prove to me that you've been vaccinated. I think that's unfair to ask of people. We do that with everything else. It's called a medical questionnaire form. It, it We do it. I, even before all this COVID stuff, we've been doing it. You know, have you had any surgeries? Have you been pregnant within a certain time? Have you, are you vaccinated with blah, 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 blah. It's a thing. Like, it's a normal thing. So we're doing this if you want uh, to go get a vaccine today, there's vaccines available, but you don't have to wear a mask effective now. Thank you, Governor. And as Governor mentioned, we'll have the emergency directive out after this. So Governor, if you have any closing comments at this time, those were the questions we got through. No, I uh, appreciate everyone taking the time and uh, getting the information out there to the general public about where we stand. I want to thank all Nevadans that have worked so hard to get us to this point today. Uh, we've got a lot of tools that we can have at our disposal that I ask you to continue to use. We have vaccinations. We have masks still available if you want to use it. We have treatments that are set up for those that are uh, do come down with the virus and they want to take advantage of that. But I, I, I ask everybody to please be considered. I know that there are going to be people that are going to be pleased and displeased. I get that as part of the job that I'm assigned to do. And we do that to the best of my ability. My staff has been absolutely incredible in terms of helping me get to the decisions we needed to get to. Our medical advisory team has been phenomenal. But I ask no, you to take away sucked. from here, please be as considerate you and as kind as you can possibly be to other people, people that are choosing to still exercise their right to wear a mask. Uh, show them the respect that you want to be shown. Uh, it's unfortunate. What about people's right to not wear a mask? You notice how it's one-sided? He's a joke. Like, <laughs> that's what we do. It's, ha ha, you're dumb. But then you have, you know, he's catering to... <laughs> that's what he's catering to. The people that will listen. Yes, governor. And I watch it on Twitter all the time. All right, when I read him, it, it's it's... It's amazing. You you can't talk to these people. So when people make their comments, uh, uh, countering, quote unquote, what any of my tweets, um, it, I I don't. I usually don't respond because there's no point. 
Um, too many times have people just dismissed anything. They've never looked anything up. I'm just like, all right, at this point, you're, I'll let you sink. You know, I can only hold out my hand so many times to pull you out. You know, at this point, two years. All right. Hopefully you can float this entire time. Whatever. Fortunately, we've had so many instances of uh, people becoming visibly irate and upset and attacking people. And we have no room for that in Nevada or in our society for that matter. So with that, I encourage everybody to continue to follow your conscience, treat people as best you can. And uh, we're not through this pandemic. We're still fighting it every single day, but I think we're taking another step forward. And I thank all the folks in the state of Nevada for making this possible. So thank you all very much. Have a nice day and God bless y'all. So there you go. Um, so I don't know if you guys caught it. Um, it was real quick. He uh, he mentioned that last week he went to a Democratic uh, governor's meeting. Or no, was it Democratic? Yeah, it was like certain governors. Probably the same governors that still all had the mandates because there were 11 at one point, like a week and a half ago. Wasn't that long. And then it dropped to nine. And then it dropped to seven. And then all of a sudden, all of them that were the remaining ones pushing mandates were dropping the mask mandate <gasps> during an election year. <laughs> and, and they're wondering why we're like, this is political. It's obviously political. Because why have the emergency directives? Because it's still a, a a pandemic. Yes, I call it a pandemic. It's still a pandemic. No, it's not. <laughs> you know why are all the red states there? Overall, compared to blue states, their infection rates are lower. Um, Health wise, their hospitalizations are lower. Everything's lower, and they don't have any mandates going on. And like I said, mandates are not laws. And even if it was a law, I'd probably fight that too. I'm sorry. It's a personal choice whether you do or you don't. My medical decisions are just that. They're my medical decisions. And there are times when I discuss my medical decisions with my wife, as I should, and vice versa. You know, there have been times when Melissa hasn't been able, because of certain situations that we had being in the hospital, where she couldn't make those decisions. So she asked me to do it. You know, but that's what a spouse is for. Right? So my kids, they don't, they're seven and nine. They don't know anything from left or right. They're like, ah, I don't know. And they trust, they have to trust their parents to make the right decision for them. Listen, I made the decision to teach our kids to not live in fear. Be informed. What are your options? Question. 
That's how it should be with all of us. You know, but there's too many point the fingers. There's too many um, not listening. And this is, and we allowed the media and politicians, uh, government in general, um, just to allow this division. And I don't know. Uh, and again, the division's still there here in, in, in Las Vegas anyways, because again, I'm out and you see, they'll see roughly there are more people not wearing masks because they said, Oh, the, the, you know, the, the governor said, I don't have to wear a mask anymore. It's that's bullshit. <laughs> it really is. Nobody thinks for themselves anymore. Or at least it's a smaller group. Um, and it's nice to see that there are still people out there making the fight, making the argument. Um, and if this is a huge victory for you, celebrate it. Uh, I'm not excited about it. Uh, I'm not jumping up and down. Uh, not until all of these, first of all, this dickwad like actually gets out of office as well as everyone else in there. Um, even the Republicans, um, there's a lot of Republicans, not every single one of them, but majority of them who's just shown how spineless they actually are. Um, and some of them may actually be nice people, but you're spineless. There was no fight from you guys. Um, and there's no fight from the people. Like I said, it's a smaller group. It should be much bigger than what it is. Um, don't be wrong. I went to the Trump rallies. I went to different protests and it was great seeing like-minded people. And for all of you out there that did that, you know, mad props to you. Um, you guys are great. You guys are fantastic. Um, you know, make America great again. <laughs> Absolutely. Right. Uh, you guys were all amazing. Uh, everyone else is what I'm talking about. So the ones that stayed quiet, the ones that, you know, didn't want to step on anybody's toes. You know, it, if they shut us down, the ones that are talking, guess who's they're going to come for next? They're going to come for you. And then guess who they're going to come after that? The people that are. I'm going to reiterate that a lot. <laughs> they're going to come after you last. And then you're going to be like, wait, what? But, but we complied. And it, cause it's not, a, it's about control and he even said it you know i can't make i can't let them make the individual decisions i have to do it excuse me baking powder 
right? <laughs> oh, man. So, yeah, just continue to think for yourself. Um, I'm not going to lie. People, in, people that are in the red states, I'm kind of a little envious of you. <laughs> but, you know, we'll, we'll see what happens. You know, maybe we'll move to red state. I don't know. <laughs> uh, I just don't like moving. It, moving sucks. <laughs> I think we, whatever side you believe on, I think we can all agree on that one. Moving is not fun. Um, so there you go. <laughs> so on that note, uh, again, don't forget to like, subscribe, share, all that fun stuff, you know. And it's, it, you know, it's, I will continue to be out here speaking out. Uh, as best I can. I know it's it's just tough right now. Uh, Melissa is, Melissa's not here, obviously, because we're so busy. And it's, you know, baseball season, so we're getting into that. And, you know, it's... So, like I said, it's super busy. Uh, we will do our best. If it's just me, it's just me. But uh, I trust me, I try to drag Melissa out here all the time. <laughs> I really do. Uh, but I do want to get this out here. I do want to be out here doing this more. And if you want more, let me know. Play, talk to us in the comments, please. Let us know what you want us to go over. Uh, send us messages. You know, we want to hear from you subscribe share let people know we want this channel to grow so uh yeah especially since i know we're gonna be suppressed it's only gonna get worse and there's more coming i promise you there's gonna be a lot of false flags and a lot more censorship coming soon real soon so we'll talk about that in another episode so in the meantime just remember we do love you but people suck all right, so you have a good one.